0: hello welcome to the small screen a weekly tv podcast i'm max kennedy joining me on the other line is denise luca
1: and hello everyone hi max
0: hi d it's monday succession day so we're ready to get into episode seven episode seven that's correct the season's pretty much almost finished i feel like we just started (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's gone quickly.
0: And this is a big episode too. The party episode. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, um, I think we should just sort of take a second, take a breath. Because over mm-hmm. the weekend there was a lot of stuff that dropped. A lot yes. of TV. I know we're sort of in peak TV, maybe the golden age of television. Oh yes. Potentially. But just to sort of list it out, so on Wednesday, Hawkeye dropped the Marvel <laughs> yes. TV series based on arguably the least popular uh, Avengers character. Right. Who now has his own TV show. And then we got another episode, Wheel of Time, which Mm -hmm. I can talk about briefly. And then The Beatles' like six-hour-plus docuseries from Peter Jackson. So there's like heaps of TV. Did you watch any of those?
1: I haven't caught up with um, The Wheel of Time yet. I was actually busy this weekend, Max actually venturing out into the real world, going out with girlfriends and family and friends. So that took away from my screening. But what I did watch. I got you covered. Yeah, (laughs) you always do, Max. (laughs) I was going to say, what I did catch um, was the Alanis Morissette um, Jagged, the Music Box series episode on Alanis Morissette, which was really good. Um, and quite an eye-opener for me because I was around the same age when Alana's kind of like hit the mm. big time and I was a big fan and it was good to get an insight into her her, her struggle basically to get her her music and her voice out there. I really like that documentary, so it's highly recommended.
0: Yeah, me too. I really liked it. You kind yeah. of don't, I don't know, I just sort of know those songs maybe mm. from like karaoke or just, yeah, the radio. <laughs> but... Yeah, yep. when you put it all together into an album, that's a pretty stacked album of hits. Yeah. I didn't really know any of the context behind all of it and her struggles. Mm. But it's yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's really good.
1: I didn't catch the Beatles documentary. What was that like?
0: Yeah, that's a good segue because there's sort of the, the jagged Docco is very, it's like classic doco, right? Doesn't mm. really reveal too much, even though there is some backlash from Alanis Morissette herself, but I didn't think it was too scandalous. It just, it's kind of a very by the numbers doco, which isn't a bad thing, but you Mm kind of know what you're getting when you get into it. So tight runtime, talking heads, all that kind of thing. Whereas on the flip side, the Beatles doco, I've only watched the first episode, which is two and a half hours long. And it (laughs) is just like, I don't know how you would describe like archival footage, but just touched up. almost looks like mm. hand-painted and then dropped in front of you. I'm sure it has yeah. been edited. Like Peter Jackson's been working on this for quite a long time, but it just seems like you're sort of a fly on the wall, which yeah. is in- it's cool in its own way, but similar to the way he makes movies really, like Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. It's faced with the same issues that Peter Jackson often uh, is faced with, where, yeah, mm. self-editing isn't one of his strong suits
1: yes yeah. <laughs> yes i guess it's about the process right so he lets it kind of narrate its self and looks at yeah
0: yeah i guess that's a good point because you're sort of sitting there i had it on in the background doing other things and you hear the songs and everything and yeah yeah there are points where you kind of just get into the mundaneness of it all and they just sort of mucking around but then 10 minutes (laughs) later you'll just hear Paul write like let it be or something wow and it just like coming up with it in real time
1: yeah that's awesome historical and yeah Mm. I'm gonna check that one out Max
0: yeah I think yeah and then get back is another one of them where they're just sort of he's just sort of riffing and you can hear him half getting the lyrics and you're like oh my Mm -hmm. god it's coming it kind of reminded me of you know in those music biopics like straight out of compton all of those where there's always that scene where they go into the studio and they're like oh we need a new song and then they just kind of, kind of write it on the spot and you're like, yes oh, that, that's bullshit that would never happen but then in it, this it like actually did happen
1: that's you're pretty like, cool when that happens song. that's genius max mm,
0: that's it they're yeah. geniuses
1: mm-hmm. exactly did you find yourself um humming along to oh, your yeah, karaoke
0: super into it
1: <laughs> i love the beatles <laughs> I love the Beatles too. i music ever.
0: Yeah, I wasn't as, I was really looking forward to this. Mm. And then I sort of got a little bit burnt out by the straight, just, yeah, footage of it. I don't know what I was expecting, but it was a little bit mm. more, yeah, fly on the wall than I was expecting. But yeah, I think now that I'm used to that style of the, like the documentary and just sort of getting my brain into watching that style, maybe the next two will flow a bit easier.
1: Yep. How many episodes are there, Max? Three. Three. And are they all roughly the same duration or?
0: I think so. Sure. I think no. there's, yeah, quite a bit of footage.
1: See, that's good. Mm. It's good to be that fly on the wall in, in getting, you know, getting to see that process, right, of how they come up with the songs and epic songs. So. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's amazing.
1: Yes. I'm going to give it a go, definitely. And
0: George mm. leaving the band and all of that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cool. and I guess it it would make them i mean I haven't watched too many Beatles documentaries, but that would make it unique in the fact that no one's narrating or kind of directing the the story and you know putting their point of view in it kind of thing right like you just mm. see straight out yeah that's the, I,
0: that's kind of the yeah documentaries mm. are meant to be fact right but that's
1: right no matter they're so not how, skewed,
0: not skewed, but I think a lot of documentaries you still get that. The yeah. Director's point of view, I think That's this right. one is trying at least to mm. sort of just put it all out there. That's cool. So I also caught up on Wheel of Time, which we don't yes, have to get into more. deeply. Um, yeah, I like it now. It's, awesome. Okay, it won, it won me over.
1: I think in my, this particular episode won you yeah, over.
0: ep, ep yes. four got me. I think. Okay. Whenever we spoke mm. about it last, my mm-hmm. major criticism was that it didn't feel very lived in, and I think yes. Ep four really fleshes it out. You get different. It opens with a big battle in a castle, and yeah, you're getting different people, different areas, different lands, and
1: yeah, it's cool. You're getting backstories as well, a like of characters, and
0: yeah, so you learn more about the Aes Sedai and the different, um, I guess, disciplines. Of the Aes Sedai. so you're the red type and the the blue, yes, who the who's Maureen and
1: yeah, yeah, there's colors. How and they are they different factions of the same religion or whatever whatever group they are
0: <laughs> yeah so this episode really fleshes that out from what i know and the brief research that i've done it's very mm-hmm. you get to choose your own discipline faction mm. so the green ones are more fighters meant to be there on the front line of battle right. uh, the blue ones which like moraine are spies i think is agent wow. or sneaky or something and then the red yeah. ones are the ones who are going out there on the full frontal trying to catch all the the men using this magic Mm. and then there's specific men
1: max or the ones that they think or claim to be the dragon
0: well i think it's specific men because i can't remember if they deal with this in the previous three episodes but when the Mm. dragon or either the dragon or the dark one perished he made it so that whenever any man used the light or the yeah mm-hmm. tied into the light it sent him mad
1: so all I right i
0: think every uh yeah every man that uses this power mm-hmm. succumbs to madness so whether wow. or not whether or not they're claiming to be the dragon or not the aes Sedai hunt them down and censor them from the light or cut that tie
1: Gee, i did not pick up on is this something that comes out in episode four or was that already covered in the first three episodes because i didn't pick I up on that at all
0: yeah i it, gets fully fleshed out in episode four. Another okay. character comes in and tells a story about a nephew or a son or something that gets hunted. But, yeah, wow. it's definitely fleshed gonna... out a lot more, which is good.
1: Yeah. Well, I should watch that one tonight then. Hmm? <laughs> I should catch up before I fall behind.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so it, dense.
1: It... With me, I know there's a bit of negative criticism out there about this one, but it looks so beautiful and epic that you kind of can't forget Give the weaknesses we've discussed before. And now, with you saying that episode four kind of draws you in and kind of corrects itself in that way, I'm in mm. and I'll commit. And it, again, it's no Game of Thrones for me yet. I don't have that drive to watch it or, you know, that passion for it yet. But who knows, right? Maybe yeah. later on. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I, I'll definitely stick with it. I've, yeah, I'm enjoying it more and more. So it's
1: good, good to hear. Mm. that's very good
0: yeah and the only other one is Hawkeye which ah yes which I really enjoyed as well so I definitely recommend Hawkeye it's kind of the only it's a weird one for Marvel because it's um seems very detached from all of the other series and movies which mm. is quite good I think a lot of them sort of were setting up future movies going into the multiverse WandaVision mm-hmm. uh, and particularly Loki Whereas this one yeah. is very street level based on just Hawkeye and his...
1: Very Hawkeye centric. Yeah. Lack Just about his story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. And it's based on a great comic from Matt Fraction, which I think nice. came out in 2012, if I'm remembering that right. But yeah, really funny, cool. just really cool comic book series, which I'd also recommend. But yeah, just him introducing a new character called Kate Bishop, who's also mm-hmm. Hawkeye, who's played by Haley Steinfeld. Yes. Yeah. I like her. Who's great. Very street level, dealing with Russian mobsters.
1: And a lot of ass kicking.
0: Yeah, a lot of ass kicking. <laughs> a lot of. I like that uh, too. New York. Yeah, it's just fun, and then a Christmas setting as well. That's so great. Like the cherry on top.
1: I was trying to get my son, my eight-year-old son, to watch Hawkeye with me, but we then realised on the Disney um, Disney Plus site that they've ordered. You know, they've got like a timeline of all um, the Marvel films, so we've started watching that. The whole, like the movies mm. um, from that timeline, starting with Captain America, moving on to Captain Marvel and then uh, Iron Man yeah, and whatever right have and you. Order. So it's following like a real, even though the timelines here are very confusing in this multiverse, mm. they figured out the kind of like a streamlined timeline that we can follow and we're up to Captain Marvel now. So hopefully if he, yeah, I can get to watch it with him. Uh, would it be kid-friendly or is it too violent?
0: No, I think it's, it's kid-friendly. Like, there's yeah cool. some butt-kicking, but, yeah, yeah, I think it's kid-friendly. There's kids in it, like Hawkeye's kids. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, definitely kid-friendly. And I th- awesome. you don't really need to know too much. There's sort of a scene in the opening episode that ties back yeah. to the original Avengers. And so wow. Kate Bishop, as a kid, sees Hawkeye get saved by Hawkeye, okay. essentially, and then kind of like decides to get into archery and all that stuff based on Hawkeye. Wow. From the So that's on. her
1: role model, so to yeah. speak, right? Yeah. Cool.
0: So really, you, you don't really know, need to know that much. If you know there was a battle in Avengers in New York, then that's kind of all you need to know.
1: As long as there's no planes where I think my little guy was watching, was it Captain America? And one of the soldiers fell into a uh, flying planes <laughs> propeller and he was pretty grossed out by that. He was like, mom... Check out what happened to this guy. I'm like, oh, maybe I should be kind of like. Doesn't that that in like The
0: Incredibles though? So
1: right, yes, classic, but I a think it was. Death. It is a classic death, but for him, it looked more real because of the the blood splatter, right? So he was <laughs> true. Yeah, I had to kind of talk him through that and say, it's not real. Mm. This is a superhero film, you know. Don't worry. Don't go next to propellers. You'll be
0: fine. So <laughs> that's an easy. That's not a good piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> stay away. Yeah, stay away from parental advice
1: when i wore this suit i made a whole lot of enemies you're a hawkeye who the hell are you some people have actually called me the world's greatest archer are you one of those people max should we get onto succession
0: because this was
1: good This was a good episode.
0: Episode 7, Too Many Birthdays. Oh, wait, Too Much Birthday.
1: Too Much Birthday, which is even more ridiculous but funny. Yeah. The title. In this episode, it's um, Kendall's 40th birthday. And he's going uh, all out in a KenFest, so a big party to celebrate the event. I think he's done that before in the past as well. I think we've had a Season 1 40th party or, you know, 39th party if we can. He's done Mm. this before, right? Big party.
0: Yeah, I just kind of kept thinking back to the, or was it the celebration for their dad? Was that what he he was? That's when he rapped.
1: Oh, yes, of course. I was just waiting Maybe that's what I'm thinking.
0: (laughs) Performance (laughs) 2.0.
1: Yeah, exactly. And um, Shivan, Roman and Connor attend his party to try to arrange a meeting with Lucas Matson, who's a tech mogul who snubbed Logan in a recent meeting. Um, So that's like the official logline. What did you think about this one, Max, overall?
0: Yeah, I love, I love this episode. I think it was – Yeah. If I, I wasn't down on the season at all, but I needed this little sort of shot in the arm to boost me back up, even though they're still trying to, yeah, de- wine and dine and deal with uh, Matts, the in yes. character. It's cool that you kind of get them in their off time, their downtime, get to see them <laughs> yes. sort of out of the office and, yeah, what they're doing in their free time which isn't really exactly. that different to what they normally do. But, yeah, I kind of needed that episode where they all sort of let loose in a different setting, which was good.
1: Or where they appear to let loose because we know that mm-hmm. Roman and Shiv are on a, a mission again. Yeah. But can I just say in this episode, just this could be just me, Um, I thought like the whole, I guess it is a party, it's a party setting, but... Even Roman and Shiv seemed a bit flaky, like more relaxed, like you said, letting the hair down oh. and everything. But beyond that, it looked like every time Roman was basically delivering a like a comeback line or being witty, and stuff, he I felt like he was laughing, as like it was Colkin laughing, not Roman. It was the actor, not. You know, like it was, it's like it was very, it was a bizarre delivery of lines in this one, I I thought. And she, too. I think. Yes. Mm. Right? It looked like they were really having fun with it.
0: Yeah, which is sort of, that's my big takeaway from this episode is like, this is like the Roman supervillain origin story or something. (laughs) Because he went full Lex Luthor, like, yeah. Yes. And I guess, yeah, maybe we talk about Roman first. Yes, we should. Yeah, I don't like as soon as he came in when he entered through his mother's vagina. That was terrible. <laughs> as soon as they terrible. were walking through there, I was like, oh, is this some kind of like is this gonna be a vagina? And then yeah, yes. the nurse on the you other can... side. You're like, oh, it definitely is. Clearly. Yeah. But yeah, that just sort of spirals him. He's doing the sort of in and out, I'm entering, yeah. I'm leaving. I'm like, oh god.
1: So gross. So but it's him also, I think there's, a, there's imagery here. It's him coming out as well, in taking the reins, right? Like he's reborn and he's coming out to do it because I true. think you're going to win this one, uh, Max. Um, he might actually win the race to CEO with this single episode, the way he, you know, tackled the whole deal and went after Matson and he was so confident. He backstabbed Shiv. It's like a, it's a new, for me, it's something new from Roman. It's a bold. Yeah. well, that's yeah.
0: sort of uh, that's what I had in my notes. Like he actually mm. seems to be doing good work, mm. even the very start when they're in Shiv's office and it's just yes. Roman, Tom, and Shiv. And mm. I think a lot of the times when you when they have those interactions, it's a lot of like we've mentioned before buzzwords, like mm. half in the bag or all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Roman's put together the deck and he's actually like talking about points. Like uh, yeah. I don't have them here, but yeah, he actually has specific details that he's put in for this deal and it seems mm. like he's done really good work and then Shiv is sort of trying to gloss over it and I guess get her credit as well and Tom has yes. to break them up. But from that interaction, it seems like Roman's the one that's actually done the hard yards and actually kind yeah. of got this deal over the line, which is surprising. He's,
1: he's picked up his game definitely mm. and he knows now. I think he's seen the weaknesses in his siblings now and he's, you know, he's seen that, right? Like the way that Logan is treating Shiv as well, like casting her aside, even though she's doing great work. And he's thinking, you know what? Maybe this is, it's my time. Mm. And it was kind of inspiring to see, but he's also super mean in this one. Oh. Super, like, a super next level, right? What did I want to say about that? When the whole, the whole approach to Matson, who we should mention is Alexander Skarsgård, <laughs> I was so excited to actually finally see him. And then he plays his total, douchebag of a tech vogel who, Mm. what does he say to Roman? He says, um, so when Roman approaches him to talk about the deal and the fact that he didn't show up in a meeting with Logan and the team because obviously he's too good for that and he Mm. doesn't like Logan, he says, when will your father die, his death will clear space. I'm like, wow, man.
0: And then Roman (laughs) completely freezes up. It's really funny to get the two... The two parental issues that Roman has with like his <laughs> mum with the vagina it's, it's, and stuff, and <laughs> like as soon as he sees Kendall, he brings it up, and then mm. uh, yeah, and then on the flip side, when he's asked about his dad dying, he, he freezes up as well. Uh, it's A so of... weird. He just has this weird thing with Logan. Yes, which I guess any any child would do when their talk mm. of their parents' health came up.
1: Yeah, he'd be. In, we've realised through the episodes that he's the one that's mostly or appears to be mostly concerned with his dad's health and well-being, right? So to to have that question thrown at him by um, Mattson and to kind of like brush it aside and stick to what, you know, what his mm-hmm. goal is, what his mission is here is pretty cool too. Like he did pause but then go back up, back on that horse and kind yeah. of like he he went all out with this one. I mean he did get, did they get the phone out that has the star was at the Starco streaming service and they took her to the toilet mm-hmm. so he can prove to Madsen and get him on board that their service is basically terrible. And mm. Madsen actually peed on it. I mean, <laughs> ew. Uh, and,
0: such a tech bro. Right? Can you imagine like Mark Zuckerberg doing that or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's gross. And then the golden line of um, I can't be mm. in front of other men. Yes, That's, <laughs> so you have the trifecta of Logan's, oh, Sorry, the trifecta of Roman's psychological <laughs> insecurities with his mum, his dad, and then yeah, yeah, his bathroom antics.
1: Yes, he Very definitely funny. has mummy and daddy issues, mm. but he struck out in the end. He got him. He got Matson to agree to a meeting, which is yeah. cool. Yeah, I didn't but. think it was going to sway him. Like Matson looked like he wasn't. But what did he say at one time? He said. Did one of them say I could? He could buy out um, waste style or something. It was that powerful that it could reverse the thing and buy them out. And I was like, "Wow, geez, yeah,
0: look at the money
1: which, that's flying around here."
0: You know, like, I know. Right? Which, was, when you think about it, is kind of a lot of companies. When you sort of see those mergers and those people buying other exactly. people, you're like, "Oh, you could just as easily see it going the other way." Yes. But then it, he does flip that back on uh, Kendall because I think mm. Kendall's the one that suggests that. And he says, oh, thanks for your unbiased opinion. Yes. Yeah, mm. For Kendall, it would be beneficial if it went the other way. and Yes. Yeah, Logan got bought out, which would never happen.
1: Yeah, not while Logan's around because we remember his, if we go to Logan now and re- like the beginning of the episode where he's like infuriated that, you know, Mattson himself is not mm. there. Like he's like a war of egos, right? Like he, I'm not going to meet with his minions basically i'm gonna meet with the man or no <laughs> one at all C- and it's
0: like cfo which
1: is crazy but again it's about egos It's mm. egos and billions max that's what we're dealing with here and hey if we stick around if we talk about um stick to logan for a bit you mentioned in the last episode about um his relationship with his pa yeah and how Carrie. yes Ooh. and now all the kids are like, kind of like, they've clued onto mm. that, and they're like, something's going on. She's got a lot of power, um, and I think she says, "What does she say? Um, daddy's fucking um, someone fifty years younger." <laughs> they're calling it a midlife crisis. Yeah, uh, there's more than that. And they're here. just like,
0: it'd be weird if he wasn't.
1: Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Because mm. there's a lot. Of, she has a lot of pull, by the sounds of, by the looks of things, in these episodes now, Kerry.
0: Yeah, right? when he throws to her for her opinion on Matson, mm. and then she just basically says, fuck him. Yeah. And then she's also, I really like that scene because she's just pouring herself a drink in the background yeah. in his office, just kind of making herself at home. Exactly. And, yeah, giving her opinions on this huge company-altering deal. Exactly. Like, the amount, like you said, the amount of money that would be involved in this deal. Yeah. And she, as an executive assistant, is just kind of like, oh, fuck him.
1: Yeah. Really, And you can tell, I'm just waiting for that moment when she makes the wrong move or something happens for Mm. Logan to snap at her. I'm just waiting for that just because he's like that. He doesn't really commit to anyone. So he could turn around and just bite her head as well. But Shiv's reaction is really interesting here because she seems to be the most angry about this and reactive to this uh, with another female trying to like controlling, you know, the snake's yeah. head and it's yeah.
0: yeah i think that that mm. female thing is really important maybe because mm. I'm, i was just thinking when you look from the start of the season i think carrie is in a lot of scenes but she's a lot further in the background and right then even i think there's a lot of scenes where shiv and logan would share a car in mm-hmm. the first couple of episodes and like when he gave her the presidency there yes. it's just the two of them sitting in the car and maybe there's some scenes where Kerry is in the car but she's quite in the background so you don't really notice her. And then nice. even in the most recent one with the can we get Shiv a medal, mm. it's the two of them yeah. but then Kerry is, the camera has Kerry in the shot and Logan is referring to Kerry. So it's mm. almost like Kerry, without, without any of us noticing really, has just sort of, yeah, slipped into that yeah. next spot next to Logan and pushed Shiv out. In a way,
1: very sneaky, mm. very sneaky, and I did a Good observation too, because I didn't. I can't remember Carrie in the earlier episodes. So you're right. She's like slowly I appearing think, and
0: yeah, I think she's spreading around. her tentacles. I'd have to rewatch, mm. but I assume she was around somewhere. Mm. But yeah, each episode mm. she gets a little bit more to do.
1: Nice. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. good. Carrie, what was it that thing you said about Matson? I think he's a genius. He's made one good piece of tech. Oh, fuck him. We appreciate your input, Carrie, but fuck him is not good tactics. It is good tactics. We should probably move on to Shiv in this one because if we give everyone the background, well, hopefully you've watched the episode. <laughs> she is very jaded, not just by Carrie, but by Roman and what's happened—the deal that they've uh, come up with um, with Logan, her dad—and mm. we kind of see that when. Um, kendall opens logan's birthday card which yeah. do you remember that so that's he a says good way that,
0: to sort of round off the logan yeah can other uh, logan roman chat is that is yes that offer to cash out and fuck off
1: yes mm. so that happens and what right, it included like a whole term sheet and how much was going to get out of this like two billion dollars if he mm. <laughs> i mean i'll take it <laughs> um uh, i was going to say that Chiefs like, livid, right? She goes crazy. When she finds out, she goes crazy on the dance floor, just Mm. starts to kind of, like, lose a little bit. Yeah, I think she appreciated the fact that she's been excluded from this conversation. And now I think her guns are turning towards Roman as well, right?
0: Yeah. And Mm. when you laid out like that, I think when I first watched it, I was sort of like, oh, it's just a threat. Like It's not that big of a deal kind of thing. Yeah. Roman to have been involved and Shiv not being involved. But when you put it like that, it's a $2 billion
1: deal
0: if um, Kendall takes it. And for Shiv as president to not be involved or even to not be involved on a potential $2 billion payout Mm -hmm. is pretty insane.
1: It's insane. It's a a form of betrayal. And Mm. I wonder how because, again, it must be one of those scenes that it wasn't shot, we didn't see roman and logan arrange this deal we don't see how they discussed it and what happened mm. for them to come to this conclusion and this deal so yeah. it's one of those things again that's happened off screen like you've mentioned before and um obviously she doesn't know it would be interesting to see what transpired there whether logan actually says to roman i don't she's like dead to me now she's Although I don't like her anymore or I think you're the next, you know, CEO. Like it would be good to see what happened, to yeah. be a fly on the wall on that, you know, during mm. that conversation.
0: And maybe um, that's mm. why they're doing it. I think the sign of a good TV show is mm. the water cooler conversation. And yeah. obviously this has the who's going to be CEO of it all. But apart yeah. from that, there's not really kind of what you see is what you get. Mm. And there isn't too much hypothesizing that we can do. But now mm. that we're getting quite a lot of these scenes where stuff has already happened off camera, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah, it brings in more of that conversation and hypothesizing about, particularly on this one, like did they have a conversation before uh, Logan gave Roman the letter to mm-hmm. hand to Kendall? Or did yeah. Kendall just grab it, open it, see what it was? Mm. and then give it to Kendall and just pretend like he knew what it was or that he was yes. involved in it just to get in Shiv's head. I don't yes. know, there's so many different ways it could have gone.
1: Yeah. It appears that that's what's happened, that he didn't know what the card was and didn't know what he was giving to Ken. Mm. But I feel like with that kind of conversation, he must have known something, right? He
0: must or, have I don't know. it and taken yes. a look at it. Yeah.
1: At the very least, maybe he knew, yeah, he he peaked and he knew what it was about and pretended to know what was going to mm. happen. But the fact that he didn't share it with his sister, even at that stage, is kind of like, it's a dick move. So
0: it's, <laughs> it's just not another, right. That's kind of the nature of the show and them as characters. Mm. It's just sort of a, a stockpiling of one-upping your siblings. Yeah. So that's just another yeah. level to add to his... Tally mm. or something. So he's yeah, he's got one up on Shiv there. Yep. Then he gets the Matson deal. That's another one. Mm. He's already got the mm. presidency. Yeah. So, which I would I will mention just to go back to Roman really quickly. This is two mm-hmm. deals in a row that he's uh signed off in the bathroom, in the men's bathroom. <laughs> Do you <laughs> he, think that means something? Oh, it's definitely something yeah the yeah. toilet deals <laughs> can be read in men's bathroom that one-on-one he had with Menkel in yes the men's bathroom last episode that's right and now this one hmm. it's two for two
1: yeah what do you think it is deals with men in bathrooms
0: yeah i think it talks re- of his sexuality and it's an interesting um sort of comment where he does say that he's he can't pee in front of other men yeah at the urinal, so he's so uncomfortable being around other men in the bathroom, but yet is still able to get these huge deals done. Yeah. One on one in in the men's bathroom. So
1: we could also look at it in a way where I mean definitely there's like there's a metaphor or something in there, but the fact that he gets to keep Shiv out of it because she can't go into the men's bathroom. So
0: True. you don't know. What I mean? Maybe it's yeah, it's Maybe. just as simple as that.
1: It could yeah. be as simple as like, you know, if I take him in this bathroom where she can't she can't <laughs> crash the party and could be that. I'm just, yeah, being mm. a bit silly here. But, yeah,
0: it's yeah. keeping
1: the sister out of it, right? Yeah, so, that's very true.
0: Mm. And I think we didn't we didn't mention it last episode, but that uh, back and forth that he has with Menkel in the previous episode is very, <laughs> yes. like, sexual. There's I think yeah. there's some real sexual undertones, like making eyes at each other, almost flirting. Yeah. This one is yeah. a little less so. But, yeah, maybe it's a progression of, Kendall's, I'm sorry, Roman's character and mm. his relationships with men.
1: Maybe. Although I thought his fetish was um, older women. That was his thing, wasn't it? And his <laughs> mummy complex. <laughs> I, I wonder if we're going to find out. Mm.
0: Yeah, it I might just be another way into sort of Roman's psyche mm. in saying that he doesn't really know what his fetish is. Mm. Or he has just a lot, of, a lot to process, a lot that he's sort of uncertain about.
1: Is it a bit weird that how old would you say Roman is in this series? What, in his mid-30s? Kendall's. He's 40.
0: Kendall's 40. And Mm. is Roman the the youngest? Yes. Yeah, mid-30s, late-30s.
1: It's strange that because they keep on joking about him, you know, basically getting some and, you know, like Mm. getting out there and having a relationship and it seems like he's the only one that doesn't really, apart from his weird fetish, um, (laughs) strange connection to Jerry, like Mm. you don't really see him dating or being attracted to anyone. Well,
0: he has um, Tabitha. Oh, who's Tabitha? I'm forgetting. His wife, girlfriend. Who Wait, showed who? up in the early... Roman has a wife <laughs> or a girlfriend, uh, right? She showed up in season two, season one maybe, but oh, Shiv mentions beginning. when they're entering the party, no Tabitha tonight, and Roman kind of brushes it off because really we haven't seen her. Mm. Yeah,
1: I seasons. missed that
0: one, Max. Nice one, and she's a great actress too. So I don't, I don't think she'll be coming back for just right a 10-minute scene or anything, so I think she's kind of done with the series. But, yeah, he ch- mm. he kind of goes back into his shell and brushes that one off. So I, I think there's where he's just sort of babied and, mm. yeah, doesn't really know what's going on because by the sounds of thing, that wasn't a great relationship. Yeah. So maybe If it was we'll a just... great
1: relationship, Tabitha would be there with him. Exactly. <laughs> you know.
0: So he's just kind of searching mm. for relationships, anywhere he can find them maybe. Men's bathroom, vagina tunnel. (laughs) Fred's
1: bathroom, a (laughs) treehouse. A treehouse. Can we talk about the (laughs) treehouse? And, again, Mm. how this, like, all these, the imagery and metaphor of kids playing, you know, these kids in the playground and playing kids' games and Mm. that whole thing where um, Ken doesn't allow Shiv and Roman to go in there because (laughs) Matson's in there and he's like, you can't come into my treehouse. Like, it was just the... Funniest scene. I think yeah. I really, I really enjoy that kind of yeah, that play on these guys being kids and playing kids games to yeah. impress you know daddy and all that kind of stuff. It's good, huh? It's very mm. clever.
0: And then Matson's just in there playing like Angry Birds or something.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> like they're all just children. Yeah, not children at heart. They're just <laughs> children.
1: Yeah, literally, children at like-
0: are yeah, putting it positively. I think so. Yeah infantilized adults mm. who've never grown exactly. up, who've never had to grow up really.
1: Yeah. Pretty sure I, when I was watching this whole party thing, I thought um, again, and I've thought about this before, that Ken's just like a big, um, you know, like a man-child, right? Mm. Do you remember in the beginning when we see him singing Honesty, how he plans to obviously sing that, which is like, oh, wow, that's a massive... Contradict like irony right there right yeah and the fact that he wants to does he want to put himself on a cross yeah as part crucify of the,
0: himself crucify wearing himself. a tuxedo <laughs> yes with like a young wu-tang cover based like, right Is just too much to process and that one
1: it way too much like what is wrong <laughs> like i can't he's just he thinks like he's some kind of messiah by mm. Like that's the image that he wants to portray with yeah. all that stuff that's happening now. And it's like, dude, you're nothing like that. You're just a spoiled little brat that's out of touch and lost, right, thinking yeah. you're doing the right thing. Yeah. it's Yeah. I thought that was a bit re- And I was kind of glad that he didn't go ahead with the Messiah thing, the, you know, putting himself on the cross and the Wu-Tang, <laughs> the whole show. Yeah. Which is good because I guess the whole episode ended in a very, it was very depressing by the end of it for a party, right? Mm,
0: it was, but it, yeah, and that's I really like that part of the episode because mm. we know that's coming for the whole mm. episode, like the way it starts with that rehearsal, you know he's yeah. gonna get humiliated, yes, somehow they just mm. sort of subvert subvert our expectations in the yeah. way that he gets humiliated, and I know. like the party's gonna end in a disaster yeah. one way or another. I was expecting it to be with him strapped to a cross. <laughs> Yes, it was I. Like. Billy Joel and everyone, all the guests there hating it. Like I, just to speak on the guest list, I think when um, Comfrey's reading out the names, you get a lot of mm-hmm. uh, famous first names, which is great. Like Elon, yeah. yes, uh, Chloe, <laughs> like Kardashians, yeah, yeah, yeah. J- yeah, Jennifer, I assume is Aniston, could be anyone, yes, but yeah. And then you're just expecting all these famous people there while he makes an absolute fool out of himself, right? And in the end. It's just sort of him making a, not a fool, or just being berated by his family
1: or by Roman. Yeah, a and Roman pushing him. Yeah. Actually getting physical with him and, I mean, he would have been a bit drunk but still doesn't <laughs> excuse the fact that, you know, that's your brother, this is his party well, and you just making.
0: Yeah, it's kind of just like a schoolyard scrap. Yes. or something. You can yeah. imagine like two little brothers mm. sort of. Yeah, one like bullying each other and one pushing them to the ground and the other one sort of yeah. going off crying. It incredibly no, no, that sad. was terrible.
1: It was very sad. And then I'm not sure if that was, was that the final scene? Because I remember also where he goes searching for his kids' presents with mm. his girlfriend and he can't find the present that his kids gave him and he opens up his girlfriend's gift instead and it's, Just a watch, right? Like you're giving a billionaire a a watch, right?
0: But and he, yeah, uh, yeah. And that's, but what do you give a billionaire, really?
1: Yeah, you probably don't give, but he seems like, like openly disappointed with it. And she's like, I'll get you something else. Mm. Like she's trying to impress him. I found that all sad because I guess in that moment, what this billionaire needs is like his kids love and some like real relationships and real connections. Right. He yeah. doesn't need the watches and all that, that I, crap. He just, he was looking for his kids presence, which wasn't going to be anything fancy, but it was from someone he loved. Yeah. Right? That's what he doesn't have anymore.
0: Searching for family.
1: Yeah. And for something real.
0: Mm. And to yeah. go back to when he's going through that guest list, he mm. seems more concerned if, if the sibs are coming, his siblings yes and then when they come he's really happy he's he's got a card from his dad so it's sort of like yeah his family's there and then Mm. he opens the card yeah and it's that get out offer and then the siblings are only there well shivan on a mission on a mission yeah Yeah. and then to put that on top he's sort of the only ones who really probably love him or that he thinks his kids Mm. and yeah, that they've given him a present and he doesn't have the he can't find the present and he just sort yeah. of spirals. He
1: spirals, he's shaken by the whole thing, I guess, because you can see as well. The big picture is that he's losing everything again. Yeah. Like he doesn't have his family. Um, he doesn't have any real relationships, his siblings are just playing with him. They're just there for they're not there for him on that night, they're there for a mission. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he's probably gonna lose this um crew scandal case thing as well like yeah that well, that's
0: a good good point mm. because mm. again i don't another one of those sort of off camera yeah. moments obviously jerry at the start of the episode opens it up mm. with saying that the doj have all but dropped the charges no one's going to go to jail yes over promised under delivered
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and which we can talk about tom and greg yes and the ramifications for them but Does Kendall already know all that? Is that what's come out of that meeting he had with the DOJ last episode with Lisa? But sort of in between these two episodes, has he himself been told that no one's going to jail, Mm. you haven't given us enough? Mm. Has it all just kind of fallen apart? Yeah. And which would sort of add weight to the fact that he's kind of putting on a brave face at this party It's almost Mm. like a distraction and then it all just becomes too much with the sort of disappointment of the case and then the disappointment Mm -hmm. of his family and it all just, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I would guess that he realised something is going wrong in that last episode with um, Lisa, Arthur, like you said. And, I mean, let's face it, this guy's deluded. (laughs) He's a deluded character. There was a point there, I can't remember now, where I think he was talking to Greg or someone about him still kind of like – it kind of indicated to me that he still thinks this is happening, this case will still go on and heads are going to roll. But obviously we're uh, as viewers I think we're going to trust Jerry's side because they have the greater influence, right? So I think he thinks he still has a case, he can still be that martyr Mm. and, you know, he's still there. But I think we'll need to wait and see what happens in the next episode to kind of get – but the spiralling, yeah, does maybe – is something that comes from within him thinking i've failed again like yeah. it's it's over it's probably that realization yeah it's a good point
0: yeah just interesting yeah so that last episode like obviously he knows it didn't go well at all because he's fired mm. lisa but has he since uh hired a new lawyer and is is he back on the attack or have they told him like no, we're done yeah again we don't yeah we don't really know just we don't know there wasn't the- but yeah be interesting to find out
1: we'll see very very soon because we're two episodes out from the finale mm. and in true succession fashion this is going to end with a bang mm. i can't wait for the bang
0: i'm not doing it it's 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 like 15 layers overdetermined master's degree fucking hokum let's just let's just pull it i mean what 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 is it it's dressed in a tuxedo nailed to a cross singing Honesty by Billy Joel. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, what about the tiny Wu-Tang? Oh, fuck. Uh, I don't know. I, you know what? I don't think so.
1: Like, can we talk about, speaking of bangs, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tom, like his relief and his like elation from not going to jail was explosive.
0: <laughs> it yeah, was so I, good. Could see, I could see the Emmy like border around that as it was happening like that'll be <laughs> yes. his that'll be his emmy role for definitely yep. yeah that was awesome
1: it was so good he walks in there in greg's office and just trashes it from like a place of happiness <laughs> um you know like it was so good and then you can see like greg's in shock and everyone that's walking past the office trying mm. to peek in and see what happened <laughs> um what did greg say Oh, he's very, very happy. Like he, Greg, kind of finishes off by saying something funny about the oh, whole scene. Oh, yeah.
0: it's good news or something. It's good news. Yeah, that was pretty
1: good. Yeah, that made me laugh, and I kind of felt I felt happy for Tom because I, no matter what he is, I, I didn't think he kind of deserved to go to jail for this. And the fact that he was like, you know, mm. thinking about it so much and he had affected him so much, where well, he had nothing really to do with it, I, I really felt happy for him getting away with this, which was good.
0: Did uh, you like that scene? Did you yeah, like oh, that I thought part? That was, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It was good to see yeah. uh, Matthew McFadden just sort of like <laughs> let loose and go nuts. It would have been yeah, fun to film. It was, Yeah, it was really good. And you get that sort of the moment of pure joy, mm. which then just devolves for the rest of the episode into, yeah, despair kind of. Yeah. He doesn't, I yeah. think, which to your point in previous episodes, now that he's mm. not going to jail, he has to yeah. sit back and look at his life and look at the relationship with Shiv and how that's yes. breaking down. Mm. Which it might be scarier than actually going to jail. Nice, so, good no point, Max. Or anything you can read, really.
1: Yeah, now he has to actually. Yeah, he doesn't have to be like the savior and escape to like serve the term and he has to actually face what's really happening to Mm. him and how he's a pawn in this whole thing and and how traumatic it is for him and what is he doing there? Do you remember when Logan approached Tom after the drinks that they had celebrating the fact that Mm. Jerry's announcement that they may not, no one might go to jail for this. He touches Tom's arm, Logan, and he says to him, oh, remember. Like, so he'll remember that he sacrificed himself for the company. Do you think Anything will come of that or is it just words?
0: Uh, I, th- I think something will come of it. I don't don't know what that is. I'm, I don't think it will be a mm. CEO position. You wouldn't think, but mm. I don't know. If, if anything, Logan seems to look after his own in a weird, yes. yeah, in a twisted way of loyalty. So we'll see.
1: Should we talk about Greg yeah. and his way of approaching women? <laughs> it's like... Greg, what are you doing?
0: You're like, a, what did he um, say? You're so like a, a book I'd like to read or something? Yes. Open. <laughs> the,
1: yeah, the line is just cheese,
0: cheese mm. fest.
1: Um, so he's got a crush on Ken's PR. I, I forget Comfrey. her name now, but she's lovely. And But what does Tom tell him? That he can't ask her out because he's a nine-foot cro <laughs> man, which is awesome. And then he goes up to her. He approaches her, and he has this weird uh, cowboy accent. Yeah. Hey there, little lady! Like he does this whole spiel, and I'm like, "No, yeah. Could stop! Not have gone any worse. Reverse, rewind." <laughs> mm. Right? That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was great. But it was also it was good to see Greg t- trying in his own way, mm. you know, being brave and <laughs> approaching the girl and trying to ask her. It was kind of cute.
0: Yeah, incredibly awkward, but. He's yes. got a Charm <laughs> in his own weird kind of way.
1: Chromagnon, yeah, chromagnon way,
0: kind of way. And <laughs> yeah, like Tom <laughs> keeps telling him the whole time. Like he's so jolly across the whole episode. It's kind of infectious. Yes, bobbing around, good. and then eventually he gets the gets the date.
1: Yes, he, she actually. I was surprised. I wasn't expecting mm. that. I was expecting a fail, but I think that whole angle that um was it yes the fact that she, he mentioned that Ken. Didn't think he had a chance with her or something. Yeah, basically drove her to go. Well, because she's obviously had enough working with uh, Craig, Cray Kendall, mm. and his he-man lunchboxes. That <laughs> do you, you remember yeah. that story that he ordered Amazing. all these lunchboxes for
0: the just, party? Yeah, like a child,
1: yeah, <laughs> right. Mm. So she, I don't know if she did it because she accepted, because she's doing it to kind of get back at Kendall, yeah. or you know, like to basically know he doesn't run my my dating mm. life. I'm coming out with you whether she really likes greg but greg was pretty sweet he tried yeah. he tried
0: and yes only like pretty brutal takedown from kendall really on greg yes calling him a like yeah a, a blood sucker and yeah yes him to sort of leech off another family wow. which it's not inaccurate
1: it's, it's not but i mean he's He's just as powerful as they are if you think about it at the end of the day, like the grandfather who's hopefully who hopefully won't give his <laughs> well, um yeah. inheritance to Not greenpeace anymore. yeah he's, he's a big shareholder as well he's Greg is in the game too he's just I don't know what he's doing with these guys. can we talk about the coat <laughs> that was the funniest you know that there's always like a theme in all of these episodes like a kind of like a funny thing that lingers, mm. you know that lingering joke yeah. um. And this idea of the coat and to asking people to basically leave their phones and coats and whatever have you. um, And then basically, well, who who is it, Connor, that doesn't take his coat off because he's broken his arm or something? Yeah,
0: like the embarrassment. Like, and it's so obvious yes. he's got this huge coat over, like his whole body. But, yeah, obviously yes. he's just embarrassed to have broken his arm and doesn't want to show anyone. But still. Exactly. Everyone can tell.
1: Exactly. And the fact that Ken has a go at him about like, he tells the PRs, um, the PAs to tell him to tell Connor to get the coat off. It's like him trying to like exercise control again and kind of show like, this is my party. These are the rules. Yeah. And even Connor has to follow. Yeah. And it's like, Connor's the, the the only brother that's actually not messing with you. <laughs> He's actually probably there just for the party and to celebrate you. And he, He's being an asshole. So yeah, yeah that
0: was pretty no, that's a good point. I was mm. yeah I had that written down that there's sort mm. of no one there for Kendall besides Connor yeah. really.
1: And yeah, Connor's there for everyone <laughs> and for himself. For
0: himself, it might help <laughs> his polling get above one percent. Yes, but yeah, yes. he is kind of there for Kendall, and the, mm. the rest of them are all just there because it's their job or they're trying mm. to court someone. Greg's trying to get a date. Tom's not there for Kendall. Tom's at a party to like, yeah, yeah, to celebrate his own freedom. So, yeah, it's very sad for Kendall.
1: It is. He's like this little rich, spoiled kid that no one really likes, but Mm. he's just being used,
0: really. Yeah. And that's sort of the final character who we haven't really spoken about much at all, Mm -hmm. but Naomi, Kendall's girlfriend who yeah Ah, mentioned bought the watch for him yes we've sort of been set up in a way that i don't know she's bad for kendall i know logan wasn't a fan i think there's some kind of like drug relationship or that socialite scene that has been mentioned previously but in this episode i found Mm. that their relationship kind of sweet besides the mm. besides the gift. But again, what do you give someone that is a billionaire or a millionaire? That's right. And like, so from the start, she's trying to talk him out of the song it seems. Like looking out yes. for him. And then she's trying to help him find the present. And then mm. at the end it's kind of Yeah, her shoulder that he's crying on or yeah. Mm. She's got him wrapped up in that big children's blanket that i'm sure was leftover stock from the party yes yeah yeah like consoling him i'm trying to read the look on her face because she's sort of like looking off into the distance i'm Mm. like oh this is a like she's really there for him and they actually have something kind of special i'm
1: just thinking she's looking into the distance thinking what did i get myself into yeah because if you think about it he's like a like a man child Mm crazy baby <laughs> and I think this party probably she probably saw things that she didn't like but then again I feel like if she really cared about him she would have outright said do not put yourself on a cross <laughs> you know don't sing Billy Joel while you're up there mm, and you've got to stroke the like ego I feel like someone tough. He, do you think she's yeah because she's a socialite too like she thinks that he she should be encouraging that
0: behavior Maybe. I don't know I don't know but you're right yeah I don't know Mm. looking at that last scene if maybe is this the end of Naomi does she I could sort of like look at it and see that maybe that's her reaching her limits and and Mm -hmm. she's gone which again just probably sends Kendall spiraling spiraling even more yes not a good thing
1: yeah, because that's his track record too, Max. Mm-hmm. Like pushing people away yeah. and doing all the wrong things, and you know it's, he's a divorced man with two kids. His siblings don't care for him. His dad's basically disowned him. Like it's just it's it's his it's his path, unfortunately. Yes. yes mm. it is. Well, wait and see though. The next two episodes should be
0: yeah awesome, be good,
1: and I think it will end in what you're saying, like a total complete. Kind of like fall for, for Kendall. Mm. I think he because he comes out strong in the beginning of this series with the betrayal and you know the, you know the whole story of the scandals and then now he's just going to like spiral all the way down. Yeah, and I don't know what's going to happen to him. I worry about him too. He's very fragile. Mm.
0: Yeah, so, I know. Do we get a yeah something really traumatic th- happening? Mm. Or yes, mm, I don't know. I'd love to see a bombshell for another character. I think leading up to this, it's sort of been like the Logan-Kendall show. You sort of have mm-hmm. Logan's health and then Kendall with the coup and then Kendall coming out with the boating scandal, but or the cruise scandal. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see maybe a bombshell for Roman or Shiv or something to finish off the season. Really yeah, and you know what? I
1: think, this is, yeah, the terrible thing would be, well, it's a terrible thing for me to say, It's it was probably going to be Shiv as well. Mm-hmm. Like I think Kendall will have will definitely spiral to new grounds <laughs> and then she will kind of follow him for the way she's been acting and the way she's being treated this season. It just shows that she might be, and the way she's been treating Tom as well, mm. like something's going to happen there in her personal relationships, her business relationships, everything's going to, yeah, she's next I think. Yep. In terms of, yeah, to be the next one to be punished, <laughs> unfortunately. It doesn't help to be a billionaire, does it, Max?
0: I'm sure there I can are find ways aspects for it. To
1: having that much power. Yeah,
0: I can find ways for it to help. <laughs> yes. I Maybe mean, that's just me. That seems like a pretty good place to end it. D. We'll, yes, it does. Be back next week. Yes. The second last episode. The penultimate episode. Woo hoo! I haven't watched a promo yet, but
1: I'm I haven't curious watched it, it goes. I'd rather go straight into the episode. Yeah,
0: going blind. It's a good one. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Yeah! Yes! 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 Yeah!